Choices to you. We offer a large variety of restaurants to choose from. Hot food delivered to your home or office. Whether you like Italian, Mexican, Thai, wings or burgers, at Choices to You, we have you covered for lunch or dinner. Choices to You. Visit us online at choicestoyou.com or call 678-691-4541 in North Fulton or 678-765-8989 in Gwinnett. Eat out without going out. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for the Tiffany Crewman Show. The Tiffany Crewman Show is powered by Fulfillment Strategies International, Client Focus, Global Fulfillment, 20 years strong and counting. Greetings, everybody. It is Friday morning, 10 a.m. If you're listening live at businessradiox.com, that means... You're listening to the slightly annoying, oh, wait a minute, I was told to say not slightly, so just the annoying voice of uh, your wonderful co-host, Stephen Julian, Monday through Thursday, I am an independent financial advisor, but on Fridays, I'm allowed out of my cage, I'm allowed to come down to the wonderful Gwinnett Business Radio X Studios inside the wonderful, beautiful, synesthetic Atlanta Gwinnett Place Hotel in the Subaru of Gwinnett Studios to welcome to the air the fantastic and irrepressible Tiffany Crewmans for the Good Tiffany Crewman Show. Hey, Tiffany. Good morning. How are you? I'm I'm all tired from the introduction. You got to take the show from here. Yeah. Well, you kind of put the pressure on me just now asking me if I wanted to do the live read. I know. The look on as... <laughs> your face was fantastic. I'm not trained for this. You... And I know you're not either, but. Well, why don't I do I'm it at the very learning. beginning? We heard it yes. in the introduction, but I just want to remind everybody that the Tiffany Crewman Show is powered by Fulfillment Strategies International. Client focus, global fulfillment, 20 years strong and counting. At FSI, fulfillment is more than just packing and shipping boxes. It's thinking far outside of them. How was that? Good. Perfect. That was good. Yes. You know, there's someone Hard else. There's someone else I want to ask about that. Uh-huh. Seth Gillen from FSI is here. Seth, how did I do with that? Was that okay? Much better than I could. I <laughs> asked you to read it too, and you said no. <laughs> I did it a minute after two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll do it again at the end of the show. Actually, if you want it again, you're going to have to do it. How's that? Oh. No, we heard it at the beginning. I'm sure when we're going to be uh, we're going to be talking to you and Gifford uh, a little bit later on in the show, and you're going to be sitting in on this. First part of the interview, but uh, things are going well at FSI. Things are going great. Yeah, we're off to a great 2018. Yeah. Looking for some big opportunities to come our way. Linda was here last week with uh, one of your clients, Good Wipes. Uh, that was a fantastic show. A lot of energy there. A lot, man, those guys bring it. I, I really yeah. just, I felt at one point <laughs> in the show, I just, I'm just going to sit back and let them be uh-huh. talking. <laughs> they, uh, they have a lot of energy. They win the day, right? That's mm-hmm. uh, one of the things they said. So, uh, so Linda was here last week. You and Gifford are here this week. Apparently, it takes you and Gifford to do the amount of work that Linda does by herself. You're absolutely right. <laughs> see how we did that? That was good. She'll that love good. that, too. Shout out to Linda. <laughs> we miss you, Linda. We'll see you next time you're here. And Tiffany, things are going well with you, you yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. I had a rough week. I've lost a, um, a good friend of mine this yeah. week. So yeah. it's been a little difficult, but besides that, good week. Good. And family's doing well. Yes. Baby's outside. Yes. She's My sleeping wife more. came uh-huh. and she's thrilled that she's going to get to spend yes. some time with your dad and the baby outside. That's right. So uh, we were, we're going to get right into it because we have uh, two very special guests in the studio that uh, it, it, no pressure on you guys, but uh, I don't get to bring a lot of guests onto the show. And I brought you two onto the show. This is uh, Tyler and Mike Haswell uh, with Storing Treasures. Tyler, Mike, welcome. Thank How you. How are we doing? Yeah, doing well. Glad you guys are here. Um, so, uh, I have, uh, I've known Tyler and Mike for, uh, a while now, um, through various and a sundry, mostly baseball, but also through, um, y'all's company, which is storing treasures. That's right. Um, so Mike, I'm going to start with you, uh, since you are the founder and uh, CEO of storing treasures, tell everybody 
what Storing Treasures is. Well, I think probably the best way to start it out is our mission is, is simple. Discovering your financial personality inspires progress. And all this started from 25 years of doing financial coaching. And what I realized the first 10 years, I was doing it wrong, which is I would sit down with people one-on-one and couples, and I would tell them how things work for me and realize oh. they'd look at me with a blank <laughs> stare like, that's great. <laughs> but that ain't going to work for me. Or one of them would be like, oh, that's awesome. The yeah. person who's wired like me and yeah. the other poor spouse would cower. Mm, cower. <laughs> that's, the, that's the word I was looking for. And then I realized it was actually at uh, one of Tyler's football practices. I was sitting out there and I thought, there's a pattern I'm seeing here. And the pattern is that there are people that are wired differently. And I really need to tailor my financial discussions to them based on how they're wired. So I came up with four different personality types and have people take an assessment and they see how they're wired. And all of a sudden, the light bulbs went off and people started to be able to handle their money, how they're wired, and they were able to swim downstream versus swim upstream. Made all the difference in the world. And when I first saw it, I thought as a woman, I thought of the love language book. Right. You, know, you have to speak their financial love language, basically. Ooh, financial <laughs> yeah. love language. I yeah. like that. I think I may steal that one. That's a good one. Mar- you know, we give out free marketing I on this show. That. So um, so Tyler, let me bring you in. Um, you are, uh, you're Mike's son. And what, what caused you to want to kind of be involved with storing treasures? What What's been your experience that uh, that kind of brought you into this picture? Um, well, the biggest experience was, you know, at least having the opportunity to work with my dad. Sure. You know, I think that's pretty cool. Um, you know, Me so too, we, by the way. Yeah, we, we have some, you know, opposing things that we obviously don't agree <laughs> on. But uh, we can agree that storing treasures is great. And, you yeah. know, we think that it really, you know, some of the things that we offer can can help people and, you know, define their uniqueness and, you know, kind of be able to find themselves, you know, within their, you know, finances. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to, and, and the mission of the company is helping everybody to sco- discover their financial personality. Exactly. Um, both of you can take this. Tyler, I'll start with you. You know, what are the different financial personalities out there? So you have your four financial personalities. You have your race car driver, which is me. <laughs> okay. And then you have the complete opposite, which is my dad. I'm a statesman. Yeah. Okay. And ah, then uh, okay. a litigator. And uh, cruise director, <laughs> the other two. Okay. So those don't really apply to us, but um, those are the four different categories that it's broken up into. And um, how how can how can someone benefit from finding out what their financial personality is? Because um, when you find your financial personality, you find out you know that no one person is created the same way, and mm-hmm. you shouldn't handle your finances the same way. Because what works for you know what works for my dad or what works for you isn't going to work for me, you know, quite possibly. So being able to kind of look at something and see visually, you know, mm-hmm. the good, the things that you're good at and the things that you're not good at mm-hmm. and highlighting those strengths is, is huge. That's it. See, like, that's it, right? I'm sorry. Go oh, ahead. No, well, I was going to say, just like in small business, you have to do the same thing. I came exactly. to terms with the fact that I wasn't good at finances. <laughs> and right. so I had someone handle that with me, you know, and I did the creative side. Well, and Tiffany, let me ask you this. Uh, you know, you've been around a lot of people who've mm-hmm. been on Shark Tank. You've been mm-hmm. around a lot of small business owners just mm-hmm. in general. Don't you find that different business owners bring different personalities? Absolutely. Yeah. Just in the way they run their business? Because because I'll be at a networking event, somebody and the type A personalities will mm-hmm. always go, oh, I'm type A. And it's almost like sometimes type A personalities think, well, everybody should be type A. Yeah. But there are different personalities right. that can succeed. You can succeed no matter what mm-hmm. your personality mm-hmm. is. But have I have seen that? though, that, <clears throat> excuse me, I have seen that the ones that have succeeded in the Shark Tank arena yeah. have been the ones that I don't know which one of those four types of personalities they are, but they have managed their finances well. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I can see that for even from afar. And when we're in the group and they're discussing different things, I can tell that they're they're very in depth in their business. They know every aspect of it financially so, versus those of us that struggled with it. And so it's interesting because Tyler mentioned we're completely opposite. And so um, you get to learn a lot about your family when you mm-hmm. go through this too. The way that I would deal with my wife, who is a cruise director, and my son, who's a race car <laughs> driver, are very different. You know, my dad is a race car driver too. So I guess it's kind of like baldness. It skips a generation because, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm a statesman and I got two race car drivers. It was probably because your dad was a race car driver, right? Exactly. You, it scared you away from whatever that is. It, it, and, and it's just like it sounds. A race car driver goes very fast. They're very spontaneous. They'll make decisions quickly. They're great for negotiations. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they have to really watch how they spend their money because they could get away from them. Whereas statesman's a little more long-term. But, you know, I can suffer from analysis paralysis. I could take forever <laughs> sure. to make a decision. We actually, if we work together, probably make it in about the right amount of time. Nice. So you start to recognize. So if you're married, typically 80% of the couples are different personality mm-hmm. types because we're attracted to people who aren't right. like us. So all of a sudden you're looking at this person that's very much the opposite from you. Mm-hmm. How are we going to communicate? The communication is a huge part mm-hmm. of this. Tyler, you're a, you're a, you, you're current, you're just about to graduate from college, right? One more semester. One more and semester. And I'm done. A little shout out to your school. Oh, shout out to South Carolina. There you go. go University Cox. of South Carolina. Go Cox. All right. So as far as your age, that kind of puts you in the millennial generation. What, uh, what is the biggest, what are some of the biggest issues you see with millennials and money? The biggest issue that I can see with millennials would have to be the fact that we were never really taught how to manage our money. That's the biggest problem is teaching younger kids, students, mm-hmm. you know, people who are just graduating college who, you know, aren't making a ton of money. If they can manage their money on a strict budget, right. then when they start making money when they're 35, 40, mm-hmm. you know, getting a better income, it just makes it that much easier. And it's a problem that so many people can avoid. And, and it's not that you were never, it's not, it's not that money was never talked about, right? I mean, it's not like it was a taboo subject that wasn't discussed. Right. But what you're saying is you're seeing that your friends, your, your community that you're in of your age, there's just not a lot of wisdom or That's, is there? Yeah. Okay. That, that would definitely be the biggest thing. I've just talked to a couple of my friends just about storing treasure. Then they're like, you know, this is great. Cause honestly it really is like a class, you know, and teaching mm-hmm. you, you know, how to do debt reduction and how to, you know, balance sheets and all that stuff like that. You can do that with this program and, you know, kind of get the numbers in front of you and understand what, you know, what am I good at and right. what I'm not good at right. and, and what you're not good at. What do the, I need to learn exactly. to be passable? Exactly. Well, and for the parents who aren't good at teaching that, you know, this is a great resource for them to bring in for, for their kids. Or for the parents who might be saying, I don't know if I've ever really given a lot yeah. of serious thought mm-hmm. to how I handle money. So there's four personality types. Uh, so one question that might be going on in, in some listeners' minds, if I'm one of these personality types, is that bad when it comes mm-hmm. to money? So I'll, I'll, I'll start and then Tyler jump in. The answer is no, but a lot of times they think it is. Right. So somebody might think, oh no, I'm a cruise director. You know, I'm never going to be able to save money. And that's not it at all. What it means is I've got these real good strengths that the litigator doesn't have. And the litigator has these real good strengths the cruise director doesn't have. So how can I, if I'm, perhaps I'm a single mom and I'm a cruise director how can I bring someone alongside me to help me move forward and, and build, build a team of people to help you? I think that's the biggest mm-hmm. thing that we see. How about you? No, I, I agree with the same thing that you're saying. Um, you know, nobody's the same. And 
kind of what I said before, what works for you isn't going to work for me. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of, when, when more people find out who they really are financially with their personality, you can use them as kind of a help group, you know, as, mm-hmm. you know, you start struggling. Maybe you're struggling with it at one point and maybe you're not, you know, you just go through phases sometimes and having people there that are different from you can benefit you more in the long run than people that are Mm-hmm. Exactly like you, to be honest with you. <laughs> Making you waste your exactly, money. Yeah. Exactly, exactly right. It, it makes me think of small business. You mm-hmm. know, when you go into a partnership, you know, forget about the marriage side. Let's talk about a business marriage. <laughs> uh, me and Barbara, we were very similar. She's she's very tight with money. I'm really tight with money. So we kind of skimped in ways that we shouldn't have with Ava sometimes. Um, had we had someone that was a little more, you know, business savvy with numbers, we probably would have done better on a lot of our things. So had we had this, this course for two business partners from the beginning or the two guys that were in here last week, they seem to be opposites, right? Yeah. The personalities were yeah. opposite. So it makes you wonder who's, I think the guy on the right, I think Sam was, or no, Charlie was probably the financial guru of the group, well, right? Or at least just, and so a statesman in a financial yeah. personality, Mike, which is what you are, is probably a little more deliberate, mm-hmm. uh, a little more analyzing. The race car driver, uh, Tyler, which you are, I would think is maybe a little more more of a chance taker. That's why the picture of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they little like bit, to go fast. Yeah, they, you they know, like to go fast. Jump in, dive in head first, and I'll figure it out as I go. Yep. And, and there's so, benefits to both of those. Exactly. But you Especially have to be able business. to exactly have to work together. And some of the the business partners, what I've seen is many of them are alike. I think in some ways with businesses, you start to partner up with people that are mm-hmm. like you. And there's that hole there that mm-hmm. you have to somehow bring someone else in that may make you a bit uncomfortable. I mean, that may yes. make you push you and mm-hmm. stretch you. You really need those other people. Yep. And when you understand a different personality type, I like to go after people that aren't like me. All right. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, Mike, I'm going to ask you this question. Tiffany, I'm going to, I'm going to swing it to you a little bit. And Seth, if you even want to jump in on this, I'm going to let you jump in on this. So we're, we're, we're talking about finances and financial personality. And obviously, Mike, most of your counseling has been done with individuals. Correct. Right. But there's, but we're finding that there's an aspect of business here that, that it applies as well. So I think the question I want to ask is you said it kind of takes a team and we were talking about a, a spousal relationship. So I'm one personality type. I bring in another, but you said, you know, I can, I can bring in a team. I can find a team that'll help me strengthen my weaknesses. Who are the members, apart from your spouse that you're married to, who are the members for an individual? What kind of members of a team should they be looking for? Does that mean it's my CPA? Does that mean it's my pastor? Does that mean it's my, who are some of the members that I should be looking to add to my team to help my financial person? As a business owner? No, or, I'm going to let you take the individual. As the and individual. Then, and then we'll let Tiffany chime in on as a business owner. So as an individual, obviously your spouse is the number one. Which by the way, most married couples, one handles the money and the other exactly. one. Exactly. And the number of times all. I can tell you that I've said, Hey, let's get together for counseling. And they say the, the individual I'm talking to will say, there's no need for my spouse to come. I said, I'll be honest with you. We won't have the meeting if your spouse isn't there at least for the first mm-hmm. couple of times. Cause yeah. you will not. I promise you <laughs> that if he or she is not involved in this, you'll not go. It's like buying a car. The wife has to be there for the has <laughs> transaction. To be there. And so I, I demand that part. Uh, the other part of your team is other professionals around you. I think you mentioned, you know, a CPA, a financial planner, mm-hmm. someone who can, um, it could be a pastor at your church. It, it could be a good friend who is mm-hmm. just different from you, but you really need a group of people that you can trust that are going to push you out of your comfort zone a little bit. It's easy, easy to fall into a trap of being having people around you just like you. Tyler, you're uh, you're just getting out of college. You're not married yet. Have you found 
you're talking with friends about this. Are you finding that it's, you find friends who are willing to talk about money and, and they can be part of your team? Definitely. When I explain kind of the product and kind of some of the stuff that we do, their ears perk up a little bit, yeah. you know, when I do talk to them, because I think it's something that they really would like to have a better handle on and, sure. and a better knowledge of, but they just really haven't had the opportunity to, to do so. And so this is kind of a great like step-by-step program that is like kind of like an online course. Yeah. And, you know, it gives you, you, know, you have your 20 minute video that you watch and then you fill out some stuff at the end of each section and then you get a 20 page report yeah. and the summary of, you know, all your financial, you know, who your personality is yep. and all that good stuff. And I guess it's just, it's, I think it's really crucial for younger people to, to have a handle on because it's such a huge problem. And if they're among not, Americans. and if they're not married, their team might have to be friends. It might have to be other family members. It might be their parents. Exactly. So, okay. Tiffany, bring yeah. you in. You mentioned a CPA. Okay. So my first thought is I had a CPA for many years, our personal, ta- who did our personal taxes. And he had my personality. I noticed he it was very, um, I've got this, I've got this. It's okay. It's okay. You know, rush, rush, rush. And I, I felt good about that because it was getting done. But just this year, it's hit me using him that I, I knew very little about what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I, he wasn't explaining it. But I really needed somebody, the opposite personality. So are you teaming these people up with financial advisors or do you know them with an opposite personality CPA? That's, or- a, no, that's a great question. So if, if I, if I sit down with someone one-on-one and they don't do the online, I get to know them very well. We may go through three, four, or five sessions. Absolutely, I am thinking, who would be a good mm-hmm. partner for these people and who is going to push them out of their comfort zone but give them advice mm-hmm. they need to hear? No doubt. Now, what we do, if they go through the online piece, is we offer out professionals to be able to be in contact with. that they could, But I always suggest, and I get, try to give them two names. I want you to talk to both these mm-hmm. people because that way they can figure out who is going to connect yeah. best with me. And I think also, Mike, as you as people go through the the system and start feeling more comfortable about their own personality, I think they'll also they should also have some opinions as they talk to a professional. That lines up well with me. This doesn't, you know. I, I think that's kind of needs to be done. Mm-hmm. So, Seth, I'm going to let you chime in. I mean, so Seth, you always talk about at FSI you guys want to be part of the team of these small businesses that are building their businesses. The businesses you work with that feel like they have a good team around their finances, who are they working with? Well, um, some I'm not really sure about, to be honest yeah. with you, if they're working with anybody. <laughs> uh, so it's great to know that. It shows, right? I guess does, would be something you would say. Uh, but I think, I think out of the gate, the best thing to do is to, to prepare themselves or have something that we could, I think it adds more value to FSI if we can bring Mm-hmm. Uh, people like um, like your company storing mm-hmm. treasures into the mix mm-hmm. so that they, they, they're able to prepare themselves better. I, I know before the show started, we were talking about some of the options that we can do, some of the forecasting models, pricing models that we can, that we can put out there to help prepare them mm-hmm. for what their monthly expenses are going to be. And have you yeah. found when you do that forecasting? Yeah, with them I was going to ask the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I think. Go ahead. I'll let you take it. <laughs> yeah, it's your I, show. I think you're thinking, well, you give some of this to them and they go, uh, okay. And they walk out and think, I have no idea what to do with this. <laughs> Sometimes that's if the case. The their personality, personality will yeah. show because the, the statesman mm-hmm. would probably take that and go, what? okay, give me two weeks. I'll get back to you. Well, and they, they might- really dig into that. They might look at it and go, you know, a dollar per unit. That's fine. Sounds good. You know, and they're not really working it into their business plan and seeing, is, does this work for me? Great. But awesome. if they've got this team, they can. All right. right? So it's funny what you're talking about that because I hate to admit that I've done this long enough mm-hmm. now that I'll meet somebody and after about two minutes, I'll be like, 
That's a cruise director. Yeah. That's a litigator. I almost want him to You're take the assessment everybody. just so I can see if my percentage is really high. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. So just a reminder, uh, we're so glad you guys are listening to us. You're listening to the Tiffany Crewman Show on businessradiox.com. Also, the Tiffany Crewman Show is available uh, all across podcasting and iTunes and podcast service. And uh, we've got Mike and Tyler Haswell from Storing Treasures with us. We've also got uh, the guys from FSI. We're going to talk to them a little bit more in just a little bit. But um, uh, Tyler and Mike, let me finish up with you guys a little bit because, and Tyler, you kind of touched on this uh, just a minute ago. So this is all great. And I think you've peaked. I mean, people are listening. And and I think... <laughs> I'm a financial advisor by day and, and I, it just strikes me all the time. People either really want to talk about money or they want to have nothing to do with money. Mm -hmm. And I think when it comes to financial personality, it's either going to pique their interest or they're going to completely, they've completely shut us off. I'm sorry. They've stopped listening and they've mm -hmm. moved on. Now, the good news is those, those people who stop listening and shut it off and don't want to hear anything about it, there is a chance that at some point they may come back and go, maybe I do need to talk about this. And I think more people are piqued by it, by their interest than will let on. So I think this is a very key topic that people are, are thinking about. So we've kind of talked about the concept. I'll, I'm going to stand back and let you guys kind of talk about what does it look like to work with storing treasures? What, what is the product? What is the procedure? You know, how does it, how does it happen? Well, I'll start and then I'm going to have Tyler talk about the thing yeah. that he's most passionate about. Um, so we'll start with the staff application. This is all about education. We have eight online video sessions that people can go through. They can take a survey and maybe they were going to learn about saving and investing. And it's a 20 minute session. Then they want to learn about I'm in debt and my personality is a cruise director. What do I do? And they, they, they watch that session. And then There's a specific video for that there person. Is, yeah. There is. It's, it's, it's financial personality. It's saving and investing. It's debt. It's goal setting, which I think everybody should be going through setting up a spending plan, which is one of the most important things you need to do to, to be able to set yourself apart. It's understanding what net worth is. People shy away from that. Well, I don't have a net worth. You do. The only question is, which way is it moving? <laughs> right. That's, it's either moving this way or this way. Well, and the first question is, do you know what it is or not? Because exactly. you have it. And if you don't yeah. know it, that might be an that might be an element of your personality. Well, exactly. they think about celebrities when they hear net worth. They sure. think it has to be millions to be have a net worth. And, and all you got to do is move it in the right direction. And so, that's the key. So the very first step is to take a financial personality assessment. That's correct? the absolute first step. Okay. And we allow people to do that on our website, take a financial personality assessment. And from there, they can decide, do I want to do education sessions? Many, some of them we had talked about before may not want to go through all eight. Maybe they just want to go through two or three. So right. we have an option for that. But the other piece, and, and Tyler's going to speak to this, is what we call the staff calendar. Why don't you talk a bit about that? So what's great about the staff calendar, I think, is it gives you a very good representation of looking ahead, okay. not looking back. So that's kind of the thing that we are trying to implement is we want to create good spending habits for the future and not focus on mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what My you were doing wrong the in the past. Yeah, yeah. That, that doesn't really help anything when you're just harping mm -hmm. on the negative. So when you look at the calendar, you can insert you know, your beginning balance, um, any monthly so paychecks that you get, and, and you can put these as weekly, um, monthly, annually, or quarterly. And those are going to show up every single month. You don't have to input those. The only types of things that you have to input are maybe you know, when you go out to eat randomly or groceries and stuff. But it really does do a good job of showing you, you know, when you have enough money to kind of be able to do the things that you want to do. And mm -hmm. then when you're going to a negative balance, why you go into a negative balance and how you can fix it. And then instantaneously, if you just go by that plan, 
you're saving money and, so, and, and your, your, mm. your money spending habits are great. So the staff calendar allows you to basically, because I think people think budgeting and they think they're going to pull out a piece of paper and they're going to kind of wish and hope. You're talking about literally planning out the future so that you know what's coming in and what's going out before it actually happens. Yes. Okay. And it also allows you as life happens and as things mm. pop up, you enter it in and you're going to see why you keep running out of paycheck before you mm. run out of I money. mean, if you put if you put the 20 minutes in a week to to just put the things in the calendar that you know, you're spending money on, mm-hmm. I can promise you that you will create better spending habits. And it gives you a daily balance. So as opposed to running out of money the day that I run out of money and I'm, uh-oh, I've just overdrafted yeah. my checking account. I think yeah. everybody around here could probably yeah. done, uh, it. Uh, done, done it. Done, done it. it. Done it's easy to do it. I don't have a t-shirt for it because <laughs> it costs too much money. It's, it's exactly, I can't <laughs> yeah. afford a t-shirt. Yeah. I can look ahead 14 days and say that day, yeah. Yeah. Tuesday the 14th, I'm going to be in I'm the right. negative. <laughs> I wonder what I need to do today to be able to address that. So, and 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 that's, so that's, that's the other hard truth and why maybe people don't want to talk about money is because when I look ahead and say in 14 days, I'm going to run out of money, you have to then say, so what do I need to change today so that that doesn't happen? Well, it can't be my Starbucks habit. Well, it can't be this. <laughs> and that's probably be... the thing that you, yeah. you know, in the past right. that was getting you in trouble right. that you didn't want to change. But when you kind of look at it and you see it like, oh man, this really is hurting me a little bit. Like, you want to make a change to, to better yourself. Well, and I think people equate planning your finances as a very boring, limitless life. And my husband and I are very, very frugal. We keep every penny and we travel a lot. And so a lot of the traveling we do, people say little comments, little friends of mine, well, it must be nice to go do that or go ride that. And I'm like, we don't yes, buy all is. of the excess. It is because yeah. we have saved or we have bought that used car or used furniture, or used whatever. And we're okay with planning out our finances. So if young people can see that they're going to be able to do more if they plan ahead, um, that like you've done, like you're proving can be done, then they're going to see that it's a good trying, thing. Still trying to do. We're yeah. in the process. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting it. You're doing a good job. <laughs> you start to start the calendar. He's just started the calendar and you start to see mm-hmm. it's, it comes up day-to-day yeah. thinking. All right. Yeah. So for, for people listening, where do they go to start to interact with Storing Treasures? What, what are, what's the first steps they need to take? Well, I would suggest go to our website, storingtreasures.com. You can look there. You can see really the, the concepts that we've been talking about and how they factor in. We work with employers. We work with churches. We work with any businesses. We yeah. individuals one-on-one. So it gives people an option. Where do I go from here? And then they can contact us. And I ask a lot of questions because we can offer multiple things. Right. You know, what do you need? Well, I just really need something to get me started on a, cash, a monthly cash flow. I may use Mint or some other great products, but that's, like Tyler said, looking at the past, how about looking at the future? We'll get you set up for 10 bucks a month and you can start a calendar program or something like that. So you know what I'm finding? I think it's funny. I think everybody's financial personality, they'll react to storing treasures differently. The, the litigator, did I say it right? You did. The litigator would love the educational piece. I want to dive in. I want to watch. I want to, mm-hmm. and, and by the way, that educational piece, because I've used it, um, it's a video, but then there's a bunch of questions mm-hmm. afterward that you answer yourself. And Tyler, you mentioned it. When you get done with the whole educational piece, you've created your own kind of plan. So right? you just hit on a, an important point, and that is I, I want to get my, my, like Tiffany said, I want to get my money in the right direction. Well, after you've answered all these questions, you don't, it's almost like you've gone through, if you ever use you know, a TurboTax where you answer questions, and at the end, you have this 
end result. And that is, I have something I can take to people mm-hmm. to help me. So as opposed to your financial planner having to ask you four hours of mind-numbing questions. And charging you a lot of money And giving for. you a panic attack. Uh, because uh, you uh, not you, never you. But you throw this down in front of them and right. all of a sudden, you know, everybody's, you know, yeah. the heavens open. And it's a big notebook uh, that I stick on my shelf and never look at it. Exactly. So this helps you help them. Yeah. And so you have the ability to bring those other people in your yeah. life that you need in your life. Take it to your team to help you out. Exactly. But then, so here was my other point. Tyler, the race car driver, you are more drawn to the, I'm just going to dive in. Get me in that calendar and let me start, you know, yes. I'm going to jump in the pool and do, you know. Yeah, it kind of sometimes has to put your pride aside and, you know, just understand that you're really terrible with your money. And <laughs> yeah. you need to <laughs> yeah. Do something different or else these, mm-hmm. you know, the habits that you're making. So, are, so you guys are trying to interact with people basically where they are in their personality. They can get right into just, just doing it on right. their calendar. They can spend a little more time learning more about it. Uh, and then there's, there is also the potential for one-on-one if somebody wanted to do something offline. There is. I've had some uh, people that I've worked with who've actually sent their kids to me. Their kids are just graduating mm-hmm. and they want to get up start on the right foot and they want to yeah. talk about everything. Yeah. I want you just to sit down and work with them. And it's really exciting because when they walk out of there, you know, they've gotten something specific. Mm-hmm. So we can spend two, three, four, five sessions. Again, it all depends on what your need is. I've had people come to me deep in debt. And we've had it it's triage time or mm. people, I just really want to get my money and, and work for the future. And so we can do that as well. So it gives people a lot of options. So they can go to storingtreasures.com. Is there a, is there an email where if they just wanted to reach out directly, that's the, Mike that's at storingtreasures.com okay. is the easiest way. And then Tyler and I can look at that and figure out, I'd probably have a conversation what's best for them. So send the email to the litigator. If they send it to the race car driver, it might fall. Through the <laughs> it's a, it's, there's, there's a possibility. Well, you know, the millennial might, not, yeah. sorry, sorry. That's my oh, only millennial yeah. joke of the we day. all know I negative stereotypes <laughs> behind millennials. Well, you we knew Stephen would bring it up at yeah. least once. Right. Yeah. I use humor as a shield, as a defense <laughs> yeah. mechanism, because I really have issues with That's myself. Okay. So, uh, Tyler and Mike Haswell, we, we so much appreciate you guys being there. Storingtreasures.com, Mike at storingtreasures.com. Reach out to them. Find a way to interact with Storing Treasures, uh, especially for individuals. So thank you guys very much for being here. Thank you. We appreciate um, Mike, uh, you, uh, we're going to kind of, uh, I want to bring in, uh, we're going to bring in Gifford here from FSI, and I want to kind of turn to Seth a little bit because Seth, I want to, I want to intro the question for you. Um, you kind of heard these guys and you've met them and, and they're talking about finances with individuals, but talk about the finances of companies. I mean, what, what a lot of the, a lot of the companies we're dealing with are entrepreneurs. They are mm-hmm, individuals. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, this is a great tool. I think that we can, we yeah. can introduce, it's personally something I'm interested in just from Seth having was, this conversation. You were writing some today. notes over here. I was, I was and, and, a lot though. And Tiffany, you, you know, you, this show is a labor of, of love. You have a labor of love and, and frustration mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. you've had out of nine years of building yeah. your business. Right. And you said that uh, you went on Facebook Live, which, uh, or the Facebook group. Yes. You uh-huh. know, connect with the Tiffany Crewman show on Facebook. We'd love for you to, and we'd mm-hmm. love to take your questions. And you kind of presented what we were going to talk about today. Yeah. And well, got, we had someone, yeah. Read the question. question. Um, a Shark Tank Wait, wait, wait. Fan. You won't do a live read, but you will read questions <laughs> on Facebook. Yeah, so I'll try. It's, it's a long one, so I'll just pick some parts of it. But um, Nikki, and I don't want to mess up her last name, so I'll just say Nikki, in our um, private Facebook group, she came on and said, Um, Does anybody know if Tiffany has a book? She was curious to know basically how I came up with my numbers for Shark Tank. And anybody that's seen my pitch probably knows that I didn't really do well at coming up with my numbers for Shark Tank. I just said, here's what I need. Take it or leave it. I don't have anything but this. 
Um, so I didn't have projections or, you know, I was kind of throwing it out there for the number that I chose. Little did I know I needed three times that. So I would ask them, I mean, since he's still sitting here, how would you help an entrepreneur? Or Seth, you've dealt with a lot of them that does not already have this team or doesn't have anyone to lean on or ask those questions if they're not the right personality. So Mike's story and treasures have been mostly about individuals, but how does it apply to somebody running a business? Well, we've actually had some business owners go through it as well. I've done one-on-one because it's completely different. It's, it's It's very similar in that I still have them go through the personality. In fact, it's critical they do. And many times the spouse might be in the business with the owner. So Mm -hmm. that is another big one. But we may have some key employees take it as well. And then when we do that, you start to see how the team connects and comes together. And they use it as a, almost like a retreat. How can we work better together? Mm -hmm. But then from there, we dig into the numbers. Because let's face it, a profit and loss and balance sheet is this, you do the same thing at home. It's it's no different. Mm -hmm. Money coming in and money going out. Mm -hmm. It's just a different types of, financial issues. But it can be kind of overwhel- very overwhelming Absolutely. when you're an entrepreneur with just an idea or the beginning of a product. Mm-hmm. And so if they can lean on two people like, you know, the people at FSI and your team, um, it can be very beneficial. Gifford, you guys offer to people this, this some forecasting opportunity. I mean, you know, people come to you and go, we just want to ship our product. We want to store it with you or we want to, you know, have you guys handle the fulfillment of it. What goes into kind of looking forward? What goes into looking ahead? You know, Tyler had talked about with our budgets, planning out a calendar. What does that look like when it comes to fulfillment of a company? Well, it looks like the fact that you're, you have to look at what are fixed costs and what are variable costs that are coming down the pike for that month. And, um, you know, some of the fixed costs is, you know, maintenance costs and things like that. A uh, variable would be, you know, warehouse hours as well as storage because, Obviously, we have to have inventory in order mm-hmm. to fill it. So mm-hmm. uh, it has to be there to, to pick, pack, and ship it. So we have to store it. And that has to be accounted for. And and then the actual, the activity of filling and pick, packing, ship. And when people use other, when people use, when people try to do it themselves out of their garage, right? When people are, you know, what are, what are the biggest financial mistakes people make when it comes to their fulfillment in their business? They don't, they don't, they don't put a dollar value on their time. Ooh. Mm, is that yeah. what you're going to say? Absolutely. I mean, I mean, besides the fact that the Audi's parked in the garage, I mean, on the street <laughs> as opposed to in the garage. I mean, wait, wait, wait. Who has an Audi? Well, I mean, <laughs> some people do. The <laughs> Not me. I'm, Someone. I'm, dri- I'm driving a Kia that we, that we got through a discount with the, uh, the Georgia a Georgia Manufacturing truck Because you're taking so. the shipment to right. the anyway. Right. Yeah. No, no. Seriously. But I mean, it's, it's, they don't account for their time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't account for that, that, that garage space, that, yeah. that bedroom, the kids times. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got, you know, I've had more than one entrepreneur come to me and say, mm-hmm. yeah, well, you know, I, I got, got Johnny packing up my boxes yeah. and they're, they're taking it on <laughs> the bicycle. Labor. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Right. <laughs> I did not do that. Yeah. So, maybe I did a little maybe. bit. <laughs> see, see, Johnny, on, Johnny on his bike, right? <laughs> Johnny on the bike, you know, taking the stuff to the. And, well, when you say time, I mean, we mean you're not just losing time, but that time can be better spent in growing your business. And exactly. that's why I'm going with you on my next product from day one. I'm not going to have it in my bonus room anymore like I had Ava. How does that, and that, that sometimes can make the difference, how you fulfill your product. So many times, I think in business, we think, I made the sale. It's done. Nope. Now you got to get it there. 
just start, the journey's just, just beginning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you've got another thing to take right. care That's of. That's the easiest part. And and so they're they're paying, and you guys are able to bring a level of efficiency and cost to fulfilling the product. Correct. That's correct. And and we can help, like like we talked about earlier, modeling and pricing that scenario out or pricing that order out. So they actually have a true number mm-hmm. they can go back to. They can they can look back and say, okay, it cost me X amount to fulfill this order. Mm-hmm. Now every order is different depending on the size of the order and, you know, and every client's different. So being able to break that down into a, you know, a, a fixed cost. Yeah. Once, once it's well, an done. estimated range for that cost for yeah. that month. It's like, this is kind of the, the brackets of where we should be. So, so doing it yourself out of your house can be one of the most costly mistakes because it's costing yes. you time and space and mm-hmm. things like that. When someone is looking at anyone other than FSI to handle, I know, why would they, right? Again, that face you just gave me, Gifford, was similar to Tiffany's face when I asked her to do the live read for your company. Um, what are some of the What are some of the most costly mistakes? And I'm not gonna, you're not going to throw any of your competitors under the bus, but what are some of the questions they need to be asking? What do they need to be looking at? What do they need to be concerned about working with anyone other than you guys? And of course, why would they do that? But what should they be? You know, what what questions do they need to be asking? I can answer one of those. Okay. Are they too small? Are they working with a facility that is too small and cannot work or handle these large orders to say a Walmart or an Amazon? Yeah. Yeah. Um, some of them don't have the the infrastructure like you guys do with EDI and stuff and are able to actually execute it any better than you are. What is EDI? It's the the part I told you about electronic where data the, interchange. Where See, your POs it. come in and yeah, okay. I thought I had to go down that again. Okay. I forgot. I didn't take great notes last time. We it's like a special about it. language for PS. All right. So, that's, so, so to her point, yeah. uh, the scalability. Yeah. You know, the ability to grow with you as you start the process or the journey, as Seth said, and then then it's a matter of flexibility in terms of being able to work on a spin on a dime for that order, mm-hmm. whether that's coming through the big box stores through EDI mm-hmm. or your website. You know, your cart. Mm-hmm. Um, because things change as they as they grow. Well, and they happen quickly. You know what most people don't realize is when these things when you get a Today Show feature, you get and a lot of small yeah. entrepreneurs get it without any kind of Shark Tank or anything. I mean, they'll just suddenly a producer will reach out and say, "We found your product. We want to have it on the show," and they're not prepared. So if you could find this out, at least go and meet with a company like FSI or meet with FSI and sit down and find out what would this look like for me when I am ready. And Linda talks a lot about that when yeah. she's in here, where she's. She's built these relationships. She's talked to these people for years. And then all of a sudden they come back and they're like, we're ready. You know, we've grown. You know, in my world as a financial advisor, there, there are companies that all they'll do is take your order, right? When it comes to an investment, you can call them and you call the 1-800 number and say, this is what I want to buy as an investment. They're like, great. That's the cheapest way to work with somebody because they don't give you any opinion. They don't give you any advice. They don't sit down and find out who you are, right? That's a transaction. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So you guys would say, I would say if you're if you're just doing transaction business, you could be losing valuable money. You could be mm-hmm. losing valuable resources. You could be losing the type of relationship that can help you mm-hmm. enhance your business and enhance your bottom line, even though it might cost a little bit more than just a transaction business, right? You guys, absolutely. I mean, it, it only it only strengthens our partnership with our clients too. Yeah. So if mm-hmm. we can bring, like I said, bring partners in uh, to to help uh, with their with their cash flow or help yeah. with their, you know, uh, logistics side. If we're not handling the, 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 the trucking or if we're, we're handling some of the other parts of it, hopefully we can handle all that because we feel like we have a better economies of scale based on the current volumes we're shipping with those, with those partners. Uh, but more that we, the more we can add to our tool belt to, to bring to our clients, mm-hmm. 
the better the partnership will be in the long run. Well, it's well, about trust. You, you yeah. say it costs more, but in the long run, it really doesn't. No, it doesn't. Because you're getting your time back and you're growing your business in a way that you never could when you were doing it out of your You garage. know what? That's ROI. Mm-hmm. Yes. Return on investment. <laughs> that you know, now right? Now we're in my world. So forget your <laughs> You EDI. asked me EDI and I went, oh yeah, what does that stand for? I've used I really it so wanted, much, but I forgot. I really want <laughs> to jump in and they did they jumped in. they said it together almost in stereo uh-huh. um so uh so it was i have funny. nightmares about edi any entrepreneur who has shipped their own product to an amazon or a large store like cvs it's seth gifford what do you have nightmares about edi <laughs> sometimes <laughs> the, the packaging clients the new, don't don't look at the financials yeah the new packaging evil data interface right? or something <laughs> is what we should call it <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, so it was funny. We, uh, when we, when we set this all up and Mike, when I first approached you and Tyler about coming on the show, um, I wonder if some people on Facebook were like, well, wait a minute. We, for months, we've been talking about the nitty gritty of products. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about how to ship it. We've been talking about packaging. We've been talking about mm-hmm. patents mm-hmm. and all these different kinds of things. And the reality is, is that, you know, money, I, I say this, uh, I don't know if anyone else used it. Maybe I should trade market, but <laughs> money is only a tool. Hmm. So what are you building or what are you destroying with your money? Mm-hmm. Right. You mm-hmm. can use a tool to break things down. You can use mm-hmm. a tool to build things up. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to your business, if you're not making money, they're not going to be your clients for long. That's right. Right. And Mike, you kind of nailed it. Uh, cash flow, money in, money out, profit and loss. All the, it's the exact same thing for an individual as it is for a business, right? Yeah. So, you know, and businesses have the same type of issues where they get started. I mean, you all see it with entrepreneurs, right? You get started, you're in the honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm. Everything's great in the honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm. I remember when I first started, everything's great <laughs> in the honeymoon phase. And then you get to about six months and you realize, wow, this is, I think the quote I was told by someone who uh, sold their business, it takes three times as long and three times as much yes, money as you thought. Definitely. Is that a, you probably <laughs> exactly can relate to that? Just <laughs> three times it? So uh, I think hanging in there and building a partnership and getting credit before you need it, but then ultimately having enough of a cash flow. The kids, cash flow is king. If you don't have the cash, mm-hmm. then it gets to be a real issue. So When working with an entrepreneur, and I think you may have answered this earlier, so I'm sorry if you did, but if you're working with them, are you able to try to connect some of the people you know, maybe team them up? Like, What if this, this mom who asked this question on here, she needs someone that is the opposite personality? But she doesn't have that person in her life right now. Absolutely. How do these people go about finding that mentor, that person that they're going to work with? So we can help them if they tell us kind of what they're looking for mm-hmm. and figure out what their need is. A lot of times I'll work with people for two or three sessions and figure out pretty quick what the, you know, what the need is from there and then try to partner them up with people in the community that can help them. Okay. And, um, and there, there, there's, there's resources out there. It's just a lot of people that they're in their world. And how many times do I buy a house in my lifetime? Once, twice? Mm-hmm. How many times do I, when I need a financial planner, I hope I want to stick with that person. But, you know, an insurance is another, we haven't even touched on that. That is a huge issue for a lot of people that have no knowledge mm-hmm. and you need somebody who can help. And in this age of technology where everything is online, I mean, I'm a big fan of technology, but I will tell you, if you really do need that personal interaction and just by asking a couple questions. Mm-hmm. So we yeah, you know, that's a big one. We can. Yeah, Google can be that. a bad thing. Google you're can be a bad for, thing. Yeah. And, product liability insurance. Yeah, and I think, <laughs> and I think, obviously, you can help them connect. But I think also, Tiffany, I think the point I would raise, and Mike, tell me if I'm out of line, but 
as they learn more about their own personality and learn more about how they view money, that will help them ask the right questions of professionals. Yeah, it's. It, uh, I think a lot of people will fall into the assumption, well, I'm just not good at this. Everybody can learn. Right. And so we want to teach them how to fish. Yeah. And so when you teach them some questions to ask, things to go after, ultimately, what I'll have, a lot of time, I'm, I'm trying to get them to cut the cord. I mean, I've had a lot of work with people and I'll tell them, there's no You're need done. for you to continue with me yeah. any longer. I love taking your money, but I don't want to do that. You need to spend it on somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Either I can't help you or I've helped you enough. And <laughs> get out. Get go. And, uh, and, and, that, and that's a big one. And now the other thing, I don't know if you guys see this or not, but you get people that get excited about starting with you, but it is a process to work with them and dig mm-hmm. in with them. And I get some people, I see you're shaking your heads. I get some people who are like, <laughs> I'm halfway through and I'm like, wait a minute, we're not done yet. And you're cutting me out and I need some more time. Does that happen with you guys too? Yeah. The, the entrepreneur that shows up and yeah. Absolutely. yeah. It's like a therapy session. I don't session. know if that's that race car mentality <laughs> yeah. or whatever. It could be. That, they I think that's it. They want reward, uh, yeah. you know, rewards really yeah. fast. Yeah. Rewards. Yeah. So it's a, mm-hmm. it's a, you have to be very patient with them mm-hmm. from time to time. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, uh, Giver and Seth, for those people who um, need to spend some time thinking about their fulfillment, they want to they want to bring their product to market. They're they're only doing transactions, or Johnny's on a bike taking it to the post office as a family chore. How do they get in touch with you guys? You can reach out to us at uh, uh, 678-391-5980. 5980-5980. We're on our website at uh, www.fsifulfillment.com. And we also have a Facebook page. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And uh, that number, you work nationwide. So anyone, anywhere with any kind of fulfillment needs, they can, they can contact that you. That is correct. And if you really want it done right, they should, count, they should reach out to Linda. If, if they uh-huh. want half the, half the capacity, they get to you two and then that'll, you said that <laughs> at the beginning of the fair. show. That's that's that was, yeah. And she makes incredible blueberry jam yeah, that she does. brought me last yes. week. You <laughs> got to become a client first, right? right? right. Yeah. Just you, don't get the, the you don't get the jam until you, <laughs> you don't get the paperwork. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Seth and Gifford can really take care of you and, and go take a tour of their, if nothing else, go take a tour of their facility, find out how they can help you. And might even get a good lunch out of it. But that's, uh, <laughs> or some jams. Yeah, jam lunch. <laughs> I'm like slightly that. obsessed with their um, jam. When she came in last week, she brought a baby gift and she handed it to me. And I said, oh, is it the jam? And she got, she looked at me, rolled her eyes, dug in her purse and took out my jam and said, here. <laughs> it's really good. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> Tiffany, other than uh, Linda's jam, anything yeah. else you want, you want to finish? No, I want to know with? what my personality is. Like yeah. I, all, the whole show I've been thinking, I wonder which one I am. I think oh, I'm I like a combo. Of, I can answer you can, you can, I bet you probably yeah. Ahead, no, you need to go to stormychargers.com yeah. and take the funny. I will. Seem I will. like that's called a that's called. And is that you're so good closing? That. That's one thing we didn't ask. Is the test itself it's free? I mean, free. do you go in and do it? You can do that on your own. We can. They would need to contact us, and we okay. can get them into the website. Okay, and what we'll do is we leave it open for a period of time. Because what I found, if you leave it open forever, then so we we'll give them a few days. Okay. They never do it. You're a testing them. I am testing them. Is you, that part of the personality test? Yes, How very long well it could be. Really? It's exactly right. It's yes. not, but it could be. Oh, by if, the way, you've taken minutes, forever. You're a cruise director. If it expires at like five and they do it at 10 till, then you know, okay. I know this isn't my litigator. Let's yes. put it that way. All right, I, I, have a, I have a confession to make at the end of the show. Every time you say cruise director, all I can think of is Julie from Love Boat. Yes, so. I know. It's the same thing. So what is it? Or everybody? my wife. My wife is a cruise director as well. Well, you yeah. better be thinking of your wife instead of Julie from Love Boat. I am. So race car driver. What what would we say for that? Tony Stewart, yeah. uh, Jeff Gordon, Rainbow Warriors. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. 
litigators, Perry Mason, and then what's the last one? <laughs> statesman. States. What is that? Well, statesman. You know, like uh, someone who's in the Thomas government. Thomas Jefferson. Yes. Thomas Jefferson, yes. very uh, statesman-like. Oliver yeah. Wendell Holmes. <laughs> Doesn't want to say anything to upset the apple cart. All right. Mediator. So all of our listeners can go to, uh, uh, you can go to TiffanyCrewmans.com. Uh, you can also go to Tiffany's uh, Facebook group and try to join the group of this show, We, especially if you're developing a product. And uh, in response to the show, we'd love to know who the, who the statesman would be. Um, mm-hmm. whether it's Oliver Wendell, Wendell Holmes or uh, Alexander Hamilton. I don't know. Somebody, I feel pressure now. Like, it, he's going to send me the link and then I got to do it in a certain <laughs> amount of time. I think we're already figuring it out. <laughs> <laughs> he's analyzing. Oh, fantastic. I am. Uh, so, uh, so go to, go to Tiffany Crewman's, uh Obviously, subscribe to the podcast. Listen to businessradiox.com. We got so many different ways for you to interact with us. And more importantly, let's all find out what uh, Tiffany's financial personality is. So... <laughs> Uh, for Mike and Tyler, for uh, for Seth and Gifford, for uh, Trey and Mike behind behind the desk, and for Tiffany, this is Stephen Julian. We'll see you next time on the Tiffany Crewman Show.